Hey, is that lightning? Yeah? I was hoping you were trapped deep within a gold mine, what? left to die. Ooh. I was looking forward to hearing Whole Man's new partner, Billy Creech. <laughs> oh, d- talking about uh, what you need to do to survive uh, a, a mine collapse? Ouch! First off, Alice wants me dead in a mine, and she wants you to team up with Billy Creech. All of that is bad. You bitch. For you. <laughs> it's all bad for you. Well, I'm excited to share my story about my uh, mine adventure. I'm going to do that in the next episode. So, uh, sorry, Alice, to disappoint. I'm alive and well, and I'm in the Truck Show Podcast studio for another week or so before it moves to sunny Huntington Beach, California. What? Right, that's what I understand because Holman was fired. So on this that's episode, um, it is the last show Fake news. of 2022 here at the Chuck Show Podcast. Yeah, rather than motor ending this year on a sad note, yep. let's end it on a happy note of all the, uh, I don't know, I was thinking the top 10 uh, episodes of the year. And then I think we should, we haven't done it in a while, and it's that time we have to just dump the fruitcake episode back in here because- I, somebody brought it up to me, and I went back and I listened to it, and I was crying again with tears. because. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just end the year fun. Let's just remind them of two studios ago in a, uh, <laughs> the, in a kinder, the, gentler world. The Ant Studio? The, it was in the Ant Studio. Yeah. We had the real casting couch, and it was yeah. uh, there was we couldn't there, get rid of the food that was there. Were Harbor Freight blankets on the walls. Yeah, in the yeah. Studio. But you remember there was like food in the carpet we couldn't get out. Like yeah, it would have been smashed what, in. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think we did that. No, that was that predated us. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of things in disgustingness in that studio that predated us, but we did it. We did it, and we're here today, <laughs> 259 <laughs> episodes Something later. Like that. Yeah, man, that's amazing. Uh, we're also going to check into the five star hotline. We've got a lot of truck news in this episode. Uh, we also want to say, if given the opportunity, don't tow your gooseneck trailer loaded with side-by-sides up a steep rocky trail oh, you talk about with that? your ram dually you mean the uh, video that 50 of you sent me i got it at least 50 times <laughs> and every time it was to different music like oh, what, well what, uh, and every time it was this guy needs a tow episode okay yeah all right so we'll get to that maybe we'll put in the truck what news. if we told them that our current owner of the podcast hates towing and now when we're on our own wait what what, what? No. <laughs> and holman i have a present for you let me uh, get it off the couch over here. I hope it's a bag full of money, because I am poor. All right, and just like I do, I intercept packages that were wait, destined for uh, you. Wait, hold a second. And then yeah. I claim them as something that I'm giving to you. Okay, this is this is kind of janky, All right. because... Well, no, no, what's in there is not janky. No, 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 no. You're saying no, I'm janky. You're janky, yes. because this conversation happened on Facebook mm-hmm. between myself and Bill from Brawler Fab. No, between me and Bill no, no, from Brawler Fab. No, 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 you came in after... And he said, I need to get you and Jay this product. And he tagged both of us. Right. And then I asked him some questions. Uh-huh. And he's like, send me your address. And then you hopped in and said, just send them to me. Why don't you go along with my revisionist history? Because I'm all about the truth. <laughs> uh, right. Listen, if there's one thing that I learned in this business. Do you need some help with this box? Is that uh, it Here. should be uh, all about authenticity. Don't you know how to open this? Just punch a hole in it with your knuckle. It'll, it'll work. Here, let me hold it up by your face. <laughs> no, come on now. It's a small cardboard box with Brawler Fab tape on it. So I think what was interesting was when I saw this product. All right, you guys hear me? I'm opening this up. All right, there's two Z Automotive boxes in here. Okay. This is interesting. They have uh, partnered with Z Automotive. Brawler Fab makes this. It's called the Taser Shield. Mm-hmm. I'm it, opening mine as well. And what it is. Ooh, this thing's got some oh, heft to it. It's heavy. Dang. If, that thing weighs at least half a pound probably. Here's what it is. For those of you with tasers, so Ram owners, Jeep owners, et cetera, this is a device that encapsulates your taser. 
while it's plugged in to your vehicle. And the idea was, especially for Jeep owners, that it's the security because it makes it so you can't unplug the taser. Well, no, it's, so, it's for like the DTs. Remember, he has he rolled it out for the TRX as well. I know, but what I'm saying is when you take your doors and oh. your top off the Jeep, if somebody knows that you have the PIN code, the security module that we talked about for the taser, yeah, yeah, because, uh, yeah, if your doors and top are off and they know it, they'll just unplug the taser. This makes it so if you have your doors and top off, a savvy thief can't unplug your taser and remove your uh, your theft uh, pin security system from them. Yeah, and if you notice, this is eighth inch thick steel. Yeah, with, this is definitely um, steel. And these had the security bolts so, in. Yeah, here I was gonna well, say, yeah. look at the security torques. So basically, you encapsulate your taser, and then you can mount this wherever you want underneath, and it keeps somebody. And also for off-roading, if you don't have a secure connection for whatever reason, it'll keep the plug, I guess, from uh, popping out as well. So this is, these are very cool. So uh, definitely a shout-out to our buddy Bill over at uh, Brawler Fab and then also Joe at Z Automotive. Yeah. Hey, don't scratch. No, I'm not. No. I'm not. That was what the was backside. that? That was the backside. I don't care. I'm just saying I wanted them to understand how thick these. Listen to this. No. I Listen, really? wow. I didn't funk my hand on your TRX when you got it. <laughs> no, but there's a really nice textured powder coat finish on And look, things? it comes with the bit. Oh, yeah, and a little that. piece of uh, wire protector to go through the hole. So that's awesome. Thank that's you. a nice little package, uh, Bill. Thank yeah. you very much for the, uh, the presence. Right. So we will have to, uh, I'll have to send him a note and thank him for uh, getting that over to us. Yeah, hold on. Let's... Okay. Let's pull these out. We gotta hold these up for Bill oh, because we got gotta it. send him All a right. picture. So we're gonna take a picture on a podcast that no one can see. Right. All right. Hold on. Here we go. Posing for our photo. All right. There it is. Okay. There was a that was a bad use of everyone's time right there taking a photo. Uh, you right. said it that. Uh, Bill, thank you very much for those uh, those presents. We are going to protect our tasers. My taser DT. And you have a Taser, is it a Taser JL or Mini? Uh, I have a, a Taser JL Mini, but not a light. Got it. Okay. So uh, the light uh, has the non-live functions and the regular Mini has the live functions. But I, I've been playing with it. Now, I will say this. And so, again, thanks. Uh, that's Bill Schultz at uh, Brawler Fab. So brawlerfab.com if you're looking for uh, uh, JL or TRX uh, parts, they have some really uh, good winners. And he he was just on the show a few episodes ago. Yeah, so look he, back at he hooked me up. Did we? I'm spacing out. Did no, I talk you, about no, my you, battery box? You didn't, but we'll get there in a second. Okay. So anyway, uh, I I finally got the uh, taser in there. I did the update, which by the way, I have a Mac. Worked awesome. Everything uh, updated the firmware on it. I've been too chicken to uh, do the pin. I haven't played with that yet, <laughs> but my, mine lives in the garage. So uh, mm-hmm. what I want to do is- It doesn't live in the garage when you go out well, I know. in the world. Well, the thing is I want to be able to turn it on when I'm out in the world, mm-hmm. but then not have it when it's in the garage safe. You can do that. It's like- it's Super easy? Yes. Okay. Very easy. I uh, I found two-wheel drive mode completely undrivable. Oh, really? Just, oh, just, just completely just undrivable. destroys your, uh, your tires? No. Uh, well, it does. So I drifted into a corner uh, at oh. like, uh, I don't know, 55 or something like that, okay. like full on like rally car drift. Like accidentally or you wanted to? No, I wanted to just oh. pitch it and okay. it pitched, except the problem is that even with the traction- S- So wait, this is a function that Taser allows you to right, do- to go two-wheel drive. That normally you cannot do. And it does the same in the TRX right. and some other vehicles. Yeah, so, so the JL has the same transfer case as the 4xE. The 4xE has two-wheel drive. The 392 does not. They just remove that mode. All it is is decoupling of clutches. So it doesn't really do anything to your transfer case. It's actually just unlocking a clutch that would have otherwise been clutched together for all-wheel drive. But that was fun. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, and then uh, it would just make BFG smoke. But the problem is, is that with the lightest layer of like ocean mist on the ground, 
undrivable from a stop. It would just completely <laughs> like really? roast the tires. Like I couldn't get away. And then the trans would start short shifting and the f- traction control would flash and it was like, whoa, no, no, what are you doing? Stop that. And so uh-huh. it's like all clunky. I'm like, this can't be good. Like I could imagine the sand dunes or something would be really fun. On the street, it was like- Just too much? It's just too much. Like everybody's like, somebody I follow just put a demon in a gladiator. Oh my God. And they're doing burnout videos and just roasting tires and the videos from inside. Like, whoop, and you're just going- Dude, 470 horsepower, and I am good in the JL. Well, it does the same thing on the TRX, so yeah. why don't I come to your house on a misty morning, because you're by the beach. And then see if yours and uh, let's, is And let's unhappy. use the taser to put it in, uh, they call it forced rear-wheel drive, yeah, forced right? Rear, yep. I'll let you drive, and you can just light them up, because you're pretty good at donuts, right? Oh, I love donuts. I'm not a donut pro, so I'll hand the keys to you. Well, there's no key. I'll just let you push the button, You'll start just it. Put it in your pocket. Yep. And uh, and do some roasties out in front of the- <laughs> Some the, roasties. Yep. We'll, uh, we'll do our own street takeover. In Huntington, <laughs> uh, not a not a good plan. Yeah, no, we, no, we so, need less. Uh, we need uh, less uh, attention and visibility in our uh, new uh, uh, home location. Should we tell them now or wait till the next episode, which is t- next year? I think in order to keep you in good graces with uh, the mothership here, yes, uh-huh. we we continue to bite our tongues. Okay. And we roll it into the next episode. How about that? Okay. But you can see hints at uh, what is happening right now mm-hmm. at Sean P. Holman on uh, on Instagram. Yeah. There's some you concrete and some uh, there, electrical can, conduit. Get a get a leg up and see uh, see what Santa's bringing the, uh, the podcast. Yeah. So, Nissan supports Sean Holman. Therefore, you should support Nissan. Do you know that if you live in certain areas, a lot of areas, you can go on NissanUSA.com, click on the Nissan at home button. And they will bring a Frontier to your house to test drive. Well, they do that for me anyway. No, not Sean <laughs> Holman. I'm saying that a- any cool. of you guys listening, unless you're probably in Timbuktu you know what? in the middle you of nowhere. You guys should do that. If you're looking for a new truck, do that and then report back on your test drive at home. That it's, would be cool, it's right? It's called Nissan at home. All and right. they will bring a freaking Frontier to your house to test drive. How rad is so that? So you don't have to visit your local Nissan dealer. Your local Nissan dealer will, will visit come you. To you. Yes. Right. I'm on the site right now. I typed in my work address, for example. I can choose from, uh, I'm looking at like 20 dates. It even tell, You can even say like morning, afternoon, or evening when can you, you want to deliver. Can you choose the model? I'm looking at a Frontier Crew Cab Pro X in Sandstorm that they'll bring to my office. All right, I like it. NissanUSA.com. Yes, Nissan at home. You know what else uh, you can get at your office? Banks Parts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And speaking of Banks Parts, Holman, I just hooked up your buddy Daryl, who owns a 2003 Ford F-350 Super Duty. Uh, that's the Crew Cab V10, yep. and he hit me up because he buys older trucks, and he had a Duramax truck that he loves, but he's going to give it to his kid. And he found this Super Duty. He's in Michigan. Gorgeous red V10, and he's like, I don't know, it's just a clean truck, and he has absolutely fallen in love with that thing, and it looks brand new. Like, it is, for being a Midwest truck, that thing is stunning, and he's like, dude, how do I, how can you get hooked up with some bank stuff? I know they sponsor your show. I'm like, I know a guy, (laughs) and put you guys, and you met him with me at SEMA, because he came up and said hi. Yeah, super cool guy, yeah. And he's the guy that actually tunes all the suspension, or tuned all the AEV suspension, and also all the SRT cars, trucks, TRX. He tuned the shocks on your TRX. Okay. I didn't recall that, but he is a really sharp guy, and I was honored that he wanted the Banks parts, so we, we hooked him up with a full power pack, which is the Ram air intake, the Monster exhaust, an Automine 2 tuner, the whole nine, and checked out this exhaust note right here. That might be one of the best V10 exhausts I've ever heard. 
That thing sounds awesome. Isn't that amazing? I wish there wasn't compression on the audio channel here on this uh, iPhone because it, yeah. it would really sound a lot better. But it's still it's cool, just though. thuddy right there. Oh, yeah, it sounds good. So, listen, these V10s were so anemic. The headers were just god-awful. They're just, they're little tiny pea shooters. And the best thing you can do is to open up these headers and go with the torque tubes from Bank. So if you've got it, Which old, are patented, right? They are indeed, I yes. mean, Gale was the first one to unlock the power potential from those V10s, mostly for motorhome use and whatnot. But you guys have everything still. I mean, that was a, what, a 2003 truck? Yes. You guys still have the parts. If you've got an old truck with a V10 that you want to wake up, you guys still have the stuff in stock. It's a great package. It's a... Fairly massive improvement when you look at percentage of power and torque, right? Yeah, dude. 56 horsepower, 67 pound-feet of torque, and about 7% more miles per fill-up. Listen, if you guys have some of these older trucks and you just came into them, maybe they're your grandpa's truck, you found a good deal, or you have an old farm truck or something sitting around that you want to breathe life into, head over to bankspower.com. You might be surprised with how much stock they have and all the SKUs they have for your truck. There's all sorts of products that banks made back in the day. They still offer it today. And it'll wake up that old truck and make it feel a lot more like today's modern trucks. All you got to do is type in your year, make, and model and see what bankspower.com has for you. Are you finished? Can we start the show? Uh, yes. What he said. The Truck Show. We're going to show you what we know. We're going to answer what the truck. Because truck rides with truck show we have the lifted we have the lowered and everything in between we'll talk about trucks that run on diesel and the ones that run on gasoline the truck show the truck show the truck show it's the truck show with your hosts lightning and holman the last Show of the 22. And in the studio, too. No, we might have one more in here. Yeah, we'll have one more here. And I then, think so. Are we going to drink? We should. We should just get drunk. Oh, that would be great. Just trashed. Last day on the on the premises, just... <laughs> <laughs> Brown water and beer together. You bring in the whiskey, I'll drink it. Mm. Holman, what I think we do here is we celebrate... The top 10 most downloaded episodes of the Truck Show Podcast of 2022. What do you think? Okay. All right. I'll, I'll throw one wrench into it. These are going to be all shows that we did this year. So the best shows of the year are the highest download. The ones that you guys responded well, to. that's what I said 2022. Right. But it, in 2022, people have downloaded a ton of 2018 and oh, 2019. Oh, I see. And 20... Oh, okay. Recorded so, in 2022. Yes, recorded in 2022. Got it. These are our highest downloaded shows. The ones that you guys like the most. I am on board the funky train. And coming in at number 10. 10. All right, that would be uh, episode 220, the Ford Maverick Mini Truck Revival. And uh, that was really? when we had uh, Kenneth McKay, who uh, dove headfirst into his 2022 Maverick uh, Mini Truck build and kind of uh, talked about putting that thing on the ground. So this is the one with the tear graphics? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now, why do you suppose that this uh, ranked so well? Is that because the, the Maverick's so hot? I think the Maverick's hot. I think mini trucks, people are still fond of them. They're, this is the first real mini truck uh, in how many years? I think the Hyundai Santa Fe is sort of that size and in that in that place, and maybe a regular cab Tacoma. But I think that, you know, when the Maverick came out, I wanted to hate it. It's just a mini Ridgeline. Forget the Maverick. <laughs> 
that's what people were saying. And then when I drove it, I'm like, this thing's awesome. And I think mm-hmm. that what resonated with me is it didn't feel like a product that they tried to cheapen that was at a higher price point that they tried to make entry level. It felt like a cheap car already, but in a good way. Like it was designed to be cheap. It's cheap and fun, and it doesn't feel well. Expen- now, when you like, say it doesn't, it doesn't feel low quality. No, cheap. it doesn't. No, it doesn't feel low quality. It, but it feels inexpensive. But it's the way they did the plastics and the fastening and the way the dash. Like, oh, you know, you still get your screen. And I'm like, it rides good. And it's the 250 horsepower version. Wow. And then you can get the hybrid at, at that point, 19,999 or something like that. And it's over that now. Uh, and you you can't buy them still. People are on waiting lists for these things. And, and I think it was actually way cooler than I thought it would be. And I, what do you think? I mean, you started SEMA. Right? We saw I, the one at SEMA. Well, and I had one in my office for about a week. And I, well, actually, we had two. So th- interestingly enough, the hybrid version that we had at work, the guy had slammed it. He put it on airbags. Yep. And then we had the, the turbo. Uh, that one was stock height, and he put on some more off-road aggressive tires. I love the look of that one as well. So people are doing, they're really making their, their own truck out of these. And then on that uh, episode, we also uh, discussed the Center Force Adventure Run 22, which was a manual transmission only overland trip that I went on with the uh, Center Force crew, which was awesome. And then uh, what not to do in shop class. So I, I think we had that that was a pretty well-rounded episode, what I think. What not to do in shop class. I feel like it, that's an episode of Mr. Burcham. We should have Mr. Bertram on. Adam Carolla. <laughs> wrong, wrong shop class. Oh, yeah, we already did. Yeah, we did. And coming in at number nine. Nine, 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 nine. <laughs> I don't think that's. That's he says nine, actually, no? Actually. Oh, it's not really? Nine. You know who that is? That's uh, that's Kanye right here. Nine, 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 nine. I don't think that's <laughs> accurate. You don't think so? No, I don't think. Uh, uh, no. Okay. No, let's. What let's, you got coming in at number nine? Listen. We can't take any risk with uh, slander any longer. We don't have a closet full of lawyers. I, there's nothing you can say about Kanye that he hasn't said about himself. I already. don't care. He doesn't like you saying it about him or our little podcast. I didn't he, say anything. He I will don't know, crush us. Don't know what you're talking about. He will crush us like the cockroaches. I don't, I don't we are. even know who you're referring to. Hmm. Move on. Number nine. Nine. Our ninth most downloaded episode of uh, 2020 was 213, where we talked about 6x6 trucks. That would be uh, episode 213 that we talked about the Nissan Frontier concepts that were coming out. Okay. And then also the uh, 6x6 trucks from Pappy's Garage in Florida. Oh, yes. I do recall that episode. He was a cool dude. And those were some crazy beasts of trucks. So uh, you guys seem to respond to that pretty well. And then this was the trio of Nissan Frontiers, if you remember... At the Chicago Auto Show last year, they debuted. That was the uh, the Overland one, and then the retro one that had the uh, the old hard body style wheels on them. Even though they were one offs for that project, they were just awesome. It was fun to see Nissan play with some of the heritage stuff, showing just how far the Frontier could go in that direction, and then how far they could go with like full built out for overlanding. And I'm really hoping later this year. I want to get a Frontier for the Truck Show podcast because I want You've to build one You've been saying this for a while now. I know. Do you think this, they're going to this is the give year. us a Frontier? This is the year. You think they're going they're to gonna, I think they're going to loan us a Frontier. I'd like them to loan us a Frontier. Nissan, if you're listening, we would like to take your Frontier, work with partners from the Truck Show podcast, put on a bunch of Nismo parts like your bumper and your suspension. We've got all sorts of partners out there that can provide you know tires and racks and things like that. And then we want to take it to like trucks and coffee or- out to the desert and start using it and show people what a nice, you know, uh, daily driver 
weekend warrior frontier you could build out a new platform. I, I really want to do this. have a better idea. Okay. All right. We're going to go to NissanUSA.com and click on the Nissan at home button, and we're going to have them deliver us a test drive, no. Sandstorm Edition. No. Right? No. In that's a Frontier for, Crew for, Cab Pro X. That's for and regular people. we're going to no. start modding it. No. And when they come to get it, no. it'll be all modded. No. No? Still no. Oh. No. We're they're going to bring it to us. No. They're going to bring it to us anyway. If this works out. You don't want me to click the button right now and, brought, and have it brought to us on uh, on January 3rd no, I want at one, 11 a.m. No, I want one that we actually get the blessing of uh, Nissan oh. to uh, to build out. Okay. I want them fully behind us because we're going to do something really cool, I think. I'm in. Maybe we'll do a Titan V8 swap. <laughs> They're not going <laughs> to let us do that. Especially on the uh, test drive? They're not going to. No, definitely not on the <laughs> test drive. All right, so coming in at number eight. Eight! And the eighth most downloaded Truck Show Podcast episode of 2022 was Mr. Holman? All right, number eight is the 2022 Chevy Silverado ZR2 first drive. Oh, finally, Chevy stepped up their game and came out with a truck that's on par with, say, like a TRD Pro or a Tremor or some of those other vehicles. And this has the Multimatics from the really popular uh, Colorado, upsized, obviously. And it's got the new interior and the 6.2 liter V8. It's all the things we love about a uh, you know, half-ton truck. For those people who can't afford a TRX or a Raptor and they want to go fast and have some fun, this thing is like the perfect vehicle and it just won four-wheelers pickup truck of the year. Anything else of note on that particular episode? Uh, That one we also had John Pulley from Turn 14 um, talking about the RPM Act. And we also went over the 10 quickest trucks ever tested by Motor Trend. So going back into the historical archives, so that, that was, was pretty, fun. pretty cool. Yes. And one of them was the Dodge SRT. I, that is one of those right? trucks that every time I see one and there's a guy who owns a red one near me, I always think I, that was one of the ones I missed out on. That truck was special. That, well, oh, stop, stop, stop. You you tell some of the story and you go into detail in that episode. So uh, let's not spoil No, it. not that episode. Uh, we actually had Herb Helbig on. If you guys want to go back and learn all about the SRT-10, what they would you know call the Viper truck, we actually had Herb Helbig, who's the chief engineer of that program, on episode thirty-three. So if you oh, haven't, wow. yeah, if you haven't, the Wayback Machine. If you haven't dived deep into our catalog, and you want to hear, Freiberger was on that episode as well. But uh, I think Herb talking about the engineering behind the Viper and and how the SRT10 became the world's fastest production truck. That is an excellent episode. So while two twenty two kind of dabbles in it briefly. Episode 33 is a good one to revisit. Okay. Seven! And now we're on to seven, the seventh most downloaded truck show podcast episode of 22. What is it? All right, this one is uh, 74 Weld, our friend Quinn Poltz, bringing portals to your 4x4. So if you remember, he was putting portal boxes on Wranglers and giving you all sorts of ground clearance while maintaining handling and all that kind of stuff. And if you remember, he was also able to drive over Home Depot paint buckets. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do recall <laughs> which, that. Which is super awesome. Uh, we also talked about the engine that's replacing the Hemi in the future. Oh, so that was the new straight six, right? The new straight six, the okay, Hurricane. Yep. And uh, Truck Show Podcast's uh, new car care line. Truck Show Podcast, new car care Well, that was our proposed car care line that I think- uh, I don't recall that. You should go back and listen to episode 290. I literally have no recollection and, of and now that. that <laughs> and now that we're into alternative business ventures with the Truck Show Podcast, if you're listening and you white label car care products, let's create a new category called Truck Care Products. Let us use the Truck Show Podcast branding and we'll sell it on our new website launching in January, truckshowpodcast.com, where you can buy merch- 
and uh, hopefully car care products at some point. Interesting. I do know some people that do that. Do you? Yeah, and so do you. And so do I. You oh. know a guy from Huntington uh-huh. who does this. I do know a guy who does that. Mm-hmm. Should we get into uh, get into what would it? Do you think we could make a business out of it? Do you think our listeners would uh, would buy that off our website? Let's start with apparel first. Let's right. see if they'll put their money where their mouths are. What if we did limited edition drops for shirts? Truck Show Podcast, 50 at a time. First 50 get it. I think that's the way to do it. Would you guys buy uh, Truck Show Podcast shirts if there's some urgency? What if we had four or five designs out of the gate that you could buy? I think we have to have limited quantities, A, because we don't have the money to make more. <laughs> uh, and I think we do a mounted parameter shirt. Yeah, we got to do that. I we think yeah, we buddy. Do, yeah, buddy. We need to have like, like Emmy yelling, oh, what? <gasps> that blowfish picture I have of her on the window. We should do a lo- line drawing of that and make coming out of her mouth, yeah, buddy. Oh, that's like a, a that's super not a bad one. gnarly, ugly blow. You've seen that picture? Yes, I've seen it. It's awful. That would be it's, amazing. It's not. Emmy's a good-looking woman, and that not picture, in that picture is she's not awful. That's <laughs> awful, and she's going to be so pissed if we turn her into a T-shirt. Uh, that would be great. We got to do. Lightning is accidentally offensive. Yeah, that, listen. If you got, we don't remember half the things we've said on the show, and I know some of you guys are <gasps> super fans. Oh no, my god, we need to do every bad band name we've ever come up. Okay, with. listen. On, like, like, no, like, you know when a, a concert shirt when it has um, a okay, tour shirt, stop, and it has all the cities Freeze. on the back. Right. We do all the funny band names right. we've came up, I got come up with. I got it. I got it. People, we know you guys are out there, our super fans. We know you remember things we don't. If you can go back in time and figure out some of the things that we said that were funny, that could be a T-shirt, where we went, hey, that should be a T-shirt, and then never wrote them down, if you could email us at truckshowpodcast at gmail.com or supply band names, anything. Like, what do you guys want to see for T-shirts? This is going to be a thing, and we're going to make them for you guys. Yeah, I'm pretty cocky this way. I think, like, I'm a pretty good T-shirt designer. I think we'll launch with some good stuff. I do. I think okay. they're going to be. We'll do a drop. We'll do some limited edition pieces. And I know you guys are going to. Here's what we will do. We will tell you when they hit. How about this? And you're going to have to swoop them up quick. Everyone wants a master monitor key engine parameters. Oh, you know what? It has to be the whole phrase, right? I, I or is it just mounted no, parameters? No, just mounted parameters. Oh, okay. We also need to have the jizzlent. There's got to be a funny. The G is silent with the with the big with C, a, the Cummins. No, C. with the Cummins right. block or something, and the turbo hanging off of it like a G, or the exhaust okay. like the exhaust shaped in a G. Or it's got to be some sort of play on. Well, we got to work on this. The, the only the, thing the that I worry about that is that only Cummins guys will buy it. I don't Who think cares. If you're, it says the Jizzlin. It's <laughs> <I> hilarious. <laughs> That's why you should buy it. Cummings, now, guys, now we're going to make you a shirt. Hold on a second. Does it say Cummings and it says the G is silent? Yes. Okay. That way we don't get any trademark issues. Oh, I got it. Yes. All right. Similar font. Right. We add the G and just put the G is We've silent. We've got a lot of work to do. Dude, that's a good shirt. This is like our 85th job that we have. <laughs> Not <I> mean, me. <laughs> this is <laughs> now my new primary that's job. That's true. All right. Coming in at uh, number six, the sixth most downloaded episode of the Truck Show Podcast of 2022. Holman, what is it? Six. This would be uh, episode 215. I have no idea what that was. Desert Explorer, Billy Creech. Billy Creech, Desert Explorer. Oh, hold on a second. That's not as good as this one. Billy Creech, <laughs> Desert Explorer. Hey, ho, teach us what you know. Go ahead, Billy. We're waiting. Billy? <laughs> that is pretty funny. That he, annoyed the uh, snot he, he out still, of him. Uh, he'll call me and I'll be like, ah, Billy Creech. And he's just like, does it explore? I hate you. 
Um, when we went out to Goff's to that event, yeah. he was just like, he knew it was coming. Yeah. He was just walking down the- like You're Not happy. Walking down the uh, the dirt road, uh-huh. and he looks like the Desert Explorer, and he's just waiting, because I'm, I'm staring him down. Like, it's like- <laughs> Billy Grinch! <laughs> Desert Explorer! As I pointed to him, and he just like- I knew it then was he coming. Threw was a machete coming. right at you. <laughs> I think I did it on the microphone too, didn't I? I'm sure you did. We did during the raffle. All right, so <laughs> Billy Grinch doesn't. Sorry, go ahead. He was uh, talking about pacing and planning of your next off-road adventure. What you need to bring, how to outfit your trail rig. So if you're new to uh, vehicle-based adventure, overlanding things like that, episode 215 is a great one. And then we also talked about the uh, Ranger Raptor. And uh, apparently something about you being in the mood to debate uh, during this particular episode, which sounds like every other episode. I so, was willing to debate. Interesting. Uh, well, that's what we put in the show notes. I was willing vague. to debate. We like being vague. That is odd. <laughs> that, I can't even, I mean, I would have argued. You definitely did that. But debating? Yeah, that's true. You usually just argue. There's no sense coming back. They do say I'm a master debater. Uh, moving right along. Number five, Mr. Holman, fifth most downloaded episode of the podcast. All right, this one was pretty cool. This was uh, episode 210 with Auto Biotags. If you remember, uh, those guys came on the show. Yeah, are they still in business? Yeah. Okay, Absolutely. Good. All right, just checking. Jeez, you have one. You I, haven't checked your account lately? I, I put a couple on, uh, got the Wrapped Ram, the 2020 uh-huh. Ram, got one on Lockjaw. Yeah. And I haven't checked to see how many scans we've got on that little QR code. It's oh, a so. nice little, it's a good looking sticker. Yeah, it's awesome. Paul I and Katie uh, Ruperai. And then yeah. we also talked about how to volunteer at King of the Hammers with our uh, our listener and friend, uh, Clint. That was a good one. Yeah. So that was uh, episode 210. And number four, fourth most downloaded episode of the Truck Show Podcast in 22. Four. Holman, the answer is? This one was a little bit surprising because it was uh, something that you took upon yourself in a subject that uh, is not your strongest, and you did it on a whim, and it ended up making uh, our top five. I, I literally have no idea. Uh, Did you guess? This isn't me going through the cave, is it? No. Is this me reviewing something? No. I don't know. This would be uh, you doing a product and uh, manufacturing walkthrough of the SDI active suspension. Oh, well, that was fun. That's yeah. why I was good, because so, I was having a good time. It was number four most downloaded episode of 2022. They, uh, we learned a lot about active suspension. Yeah. So that was an informative one. I, I was actually really impressed. Uh, you just happened to be there for something else, I guess, work or whatever. You pulled out your phone and you did an interview. And uh, I still haven't been down there to uh, see uh, Dan Worley, but I, I'd like to. In fact, uh, I was at uh, Adventure Off-Road today, and there was a 392 like mine with the SDI suspension on it. I was talking to our buddy Mike Rice, and I said, what do you really think about those? He goes, eh, they're badass, dude. They work yeah. really well. Well, interesting. So I don't know if this is secret, but I'm going to say it anyway at, at the risk of being sued. That would they're- be Sue Jay Tillis, yeah, yeah. not they Sean Holman. have done or are doing a deal with Carly. So at some point in the near future, I believe you will be able to purchase a Carly system, a Carly suspension kit for your Ram or Ford with SDI active shocks. I think that is freaking awesome. Yeah, it should be pretty awesome. Now, I don't know how things have changed since Carly was sold. I guess that's something we should talk about at some point. Oh, is that uh, another another one bites the dust, huh? Uh, Carly was sold. 
Yeah. And I so, don't recall who bought it, but mm. they were in someone else's booth at SEMA, and that's where everyone learned about it. Are you... Okay, so we're, you're not breaking news. I don't... I think I am to, to a lot of people. <laughs> Including myself? Mm, yeah, but it, Carly is no huh. longer owned by the founder. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Did you not know that? I did not know that. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Should we get Dan on the show? Dan, who is the VP of sales and marketing? You could uh, reach out, see what he says. I will text him tomorrow. All right. Tell him if uh, things are going to be status quo or if they will change it, Carly. Moving. Under under new ownership. Yeah, moving along. Three. All right, Mr. Holshot, what is the third most downloaded episode of the Truck Show Podcast in 22? Uh, This one I'm not surprised at because this was uh, us on our uh, learning adventure about ceramic coating. And this was episode 217. And uh, we talked to uh, Jeremy Stevens at Shine Supply, and he talked to us about detailing products, techniques, and then also what ceramic coatings are good for. I also teased a uh, excursion that I went on, and the Jordans uh, tried out for their new uh, podcast host role on our uh, podcast, I think, <laughs> that via was, our uh, five-star hotline. That part was not a proud moment in the uh, truck show podcast, I, mean, I, I don't think. I think it was funny-ish. They, it was funny-ish. But I will say Shine Supply, he was great. Yeah, he was awesome. He was, he was, almost, he was borderline motivational speaker. I think so. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll go with that. And numero dos, second most downloaded episode of the Truck Show Podcast in 2022 is? This one is no surprise to anyone. This was episode 216 with our friend Corey Willis of PPEI talking about- Yeah, this should not be a surprise. EPA, future of diesel tuning, and I think it was an update with what he had going on at that time. And then we took him to In-N-Out because he basically said In-N-Out sucks, and we converted him and he on ate the crow. podcast. Yeah, he ate crow right there. Well, no, he ate a double-double animal style. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is totally better than Whataburger. I think i just gotten the wrong thing or had a bad day before because this thing right here is, it, is the shiznit. Yeah! <laughs> so I think that one's pretty good. But we joked that he was truck infamous, uh, Corey Willis, and uh, he talked about his resolution. And I think that, you know, there's a lot of people who follow him on social. Obviously, he's a prolific uh, social poster. He probably shares more and is more transparent than the average person on social. And this was a really nice – he gave us a lot of his time to fill us in on just where he was at. And we've had several conversations with Corey over the years. And he has been one of those people that's always willing to open up and, and share some wisdom in hopes that somebody actually listens to him and doesn't get caught up the way he did. If you don't know anything about Corey Willis, know this. I don't think Holman and I are aware of anyone else who has been fined so severely by the EPA. Let me just leave it at that. Like his story is incredible in what he's been through in the last couple of years and how he's turned negative into a huge positive. So check that episode out. All right. So now moving on to number one, numero uno, the most downloaded episode of the Truck Show podcast in 2022. Holman, take it away. So this one, I think, is going to surprise a lot of people, or maybe it won't. Uh, this was episode 209, and it was the 2024 Chevy Silverado EV. The Evalanche? The Evalanche, yes. Really? So uh, basically, this was at the beginning of the year. Now, wait a minute. This does make sense because that truck surprised GM. Like, they got more pre-orders than oh, they, they expected. They have a, yeah, they've got a ton of pre-orders. So I think this is in but, line. But this one was special because this was one of those episodes we actually got to talk to the chief engineer, Nicole Kratz. And I think that's huge because those are the types of people that we get on the show, that you'll, the heavy hitters you'll not hear anywhere else. 
And I think that was special because she came on and was able to articulate their thought process behind it and things well, like that. Well, talk about timely. Everyone was talking about that truck, and we had the engineer on the horn who was at the epicenter of its inception. All right, and that same episode is when you revealed which truck you ordered. Is it really? It, it is. Interesting. So if you, uh, if you can believe that, and we also talked about our uh, winners of the- uh, How many people thought I was going to get the Ford F-150, lower it, would put a big old whipple on it? Me. Yeah, yeah, I did too for a minute. Well, and we also uh, went over the uh, truck of the year trucks for Four Wheeler Magazine, and that was the uh, the Raptor that I have uh, right now for another few weeks. Oh, by the way, I was able to figure out how to turn off that stupid sign recognition so cruise control stops slamming on the brakes when I'm just driving down the okay. 405, so yeah. that helped. How did you finally turn it off? Uh, there's a setting buried in a menu that I found, and I was like, ooh, bi- bad setting, go bye-bye, <laughs> you know? And uh, now- So this is when it saw- uh, sixty post sixty five yeah. read the sign right. with its all and then knowing slammed eye. on the brakes on right. adaptive cruise control. So on right. a place like the four hundred five, where one minute it's sixty five, the next minute it's fifty five, and then it's seventy five, and then it's fifty, and it's forty, and it's thirty five, and it's sixty five. It's just you just can't go anywhere on it. So that's done. That helped out a lot. It's okay. It's okay. It's a nice truck. Moving along. All right. All right. I'm curious. Do you have a, an honorary mention, uh, an episode that you're particularly fond of? Uh, I did like episode 228 with Adam Carolla. That one was now, pretty funny. No, it didn't seem that anybody else did. No, it's it's not. I, I'm surprised <laughs> it it's not in the top 10. It didn't it make did, the top 10. No, it didn't explode the way I thought it would with having Adam Carolla on the phone. Maybe you guys glanced over it. Um, Do it's, you think it's, it's because we didn't talk trucks? That was a no, little bit too no, much because, about the inside no. of, of K-Rock. No. A, people like hearing that, even the people who don't know you. But the issue is we still had JL audio on that episode, which was still really good. That was great. And the other side of it is the downloads show who downloaded it. You don't know what's on it before you don't download it. You don't know looking at it whether we talked about K-Rock or trucks. I just thought it was hilarious talking about road trips in the van with Jimmy Kimmel. There's like insider baseball of your previous life that's really odd. And I just thought it was funny. And, and, you know, Adam was gracious to spend as much time. I think he spent like 45 minutes with us. Yeah. And he had 30. It's so weird. So, do, 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 do you, you think, think, that, he, you think he, that any of our audience realizes at, that he, Jimmy Kimmel yes. was one of my groomsmen at my <laughs> wedding? Or the fact that Adam Carolla showed up at the back door at K-Rock. Dressed up wearing, as a boxing coach or boxer. Dressed up like he was a boxing coach, wearing a set of pair of dolphin shorts, right. wanting and, to train. And now Jimmy look Kimmel. at where they have been and where they've gone and all that. It's just funny. Like that was your orbit at one point, and uh, we talk about that a little bit. But yeah, there's plenty of truck stuff in there. We, we again, we talked to Adam Carolla. We talked about his days working with you, road trips to Vegas, mini trucks. We talked to Manville Smith at JL Audio. And we talked about that was the, the highlight deal. of of mine. That was a great episode. Yeah. I I think Manville is the man. That episode didn't do bad. It was pretty average. I think it could have done better. So that's my personal like. I would like to see that episode pop a little more. All right. So you know which one I think uh, should have done a little bit better. Were there any favorites for you personally that uh, that you thought might have mm. risen to the top ten? I don't know if it's worthy of top ten, but one of my favorites. Yeah. Where you spent two hours busting on me. Uh huh was episode 231, oh, The Great Plate, the great plate yeah, Debate. The Great yes. Plate Debate. That is the one where I wanted to uh, change the, uh, the the color of my license and plate. I hired a bunch of actors to uh, act as, <laughs> no, I actually got in touch with a bunch of police officers who told you you were wrong. Yep. He uh, stalked the pond with CHP officers. That's not true. There's only You brought the only CHP officer to the table. The All the other guys I had were city cops. Oh. Okay. Well, everyone was against me, and I lost. But uh, I thought that I was particularly interesting, and some of our listeners were like, oh, my God, did I just listen to two 
grown men talk about license plates for two hours. It wasn't about license plates. And, it was about proving a point. And yes, you did. And I thought it was actually really good. All right, enough with living in the past. Let's go into the future with some truck news. What's new in trucks? We need to know. What's new in trucks? We need to know. What's new in trucks? We need to know. Lifted, lowered, and everything in between. What's happening in the world of trucks? Yeah! I was. I didn't see that coming. Neither did I. No, well, made was, it up as it went. That was interesting. That was very uh, Vince Neil of Molly Crew. <laughs> oh, you can't see that I'm doing the mini horns? Never no, mind. I did not. Well, that was good. What's the highest note you can hit? Uh, that was probably it. Really? Uh, I don't want to try because I don't want to blow out people's speakers. That's a good idea. I actually don't think I would blow out their speakers. I think I would just make them hate any noise that came out of me. <laughs> hey, Lightning, did you hear? No. Nope. Haven't heard. Kind of cool. Uh, Rivian's latest over-the-air update adds a snow mode. Really? I was cool. just in snow mode up in Big Bear, California, the TRX. And it does, I still was able to slide. Oh, you know what it does? It just turns on uh, traction high, control really aggressively. High threshold, yeah. yeah. It says, uh, according to Rivian, uh, our latest software update includes a new drive mode to help you navigate wintry on-road conditions with confidence. The new snow mode softens the accelerator pedal response for smoother acceleration and less slip. It adds a new low default brake regeneration setting, and another tweak offered by Snow Mode is a more seamless transition to the EV's auto hold function for uh, more controlled stops in slippery conditions. So that's pretty cool. And they also updated, I guess, the uh, the smartphone app, which uh, offers more uh, options for uh, making the cab more comfortable in winter, like um, warming and things like that. And now users can remotely defrost or de-ice the windows and mirrors or individually turn on seats and steering wheel heating. So for those of you enjoying uh, 50% range in the uh, cold weather, at least you'll be warm. <laughs> See what he did there? Yeah. I wonder if uh, how many people are experiencing that uh, reduced range with the low temps that are happening right now. There, there are a lot of first-time e, uh, electric vehicle owners, well, they, and, and they're and they're getting and going. I uh, mm, this is odd. I didn't expect this reduced range. Well, here's what's interesting: is uh, Rivian just did a software update not too long ago uh, that increased the R1T's range by 14 miles. So that's a pleasant little surprise. Yeah, you that's know? good. That would be like somebody adding uh, four more gallons of uh, fuel to the 392. Yeah, not <laughs> a that, lot. That thing guzzled. No, that thing needs a lot of gas. I wish it had a five-gallon bigger tank. I'd be, it would be perfect. What is it? It's 20 in the 20s, right? Uh, 20 point, uh, 21.5, I think. 21.5. I think mine is, what, 30 33. 33, yeah. 33 is way better than 21.5, dude. I drink it, though. Uh, yeah, Woo-hoo. well, you are. Uh, I'm right now. I'm at twelve one average. I did you? Oh, you didn't. That's right. We didn't take the three ninety two. Ten two right now. Oh God, that's awful. Uh, all city driving though, but still, that's awful. No, it's it's all, mine with all dude, let me highway put, driving. Listen, I so the highest I've gotten mine is twelve three. I saw it flutter with twelve four. So I track twelve three is the highest I've seen with I tra- all highway. I track mine. And the highest that I've done on all highway, on the 392, on 37s, mind you, so far, my best is 15.7 miles per gallon. Okay, that's that's pretty, that's admirable. Dude, that's awesome. Highway, yeah. I, I'm fine. Any, sure. My how old did you didn't well, get that. Hold on. How did you achieve that? Downhill? No. Cruise control. Just cruise control. That was on a long stretch. That was probably on a 200 and... 20-mile stretch? With a tailwind for I mean, who cares? Crazy. I'll take 15. Yeah. At this point, with a lot of city driving, I am averaging uh, 13.8 total. 
Okay. And my last MPG, which was a mix, was 12.3. Hmm. But I'll tell you, 10 around town, that hurts because when you fill that sucker up and it says your range is 192 miles, you're like, whoa. Yeah, that's awful. You throw up in your mouth a little and bit. now you are doing super or not? Oh, yeah, you have to do super. Okay. Oh, yeah, six fours don't, they, you, yeah, they don't swill the cheap stuff. Yeah, yeah. If I woke up and they're like, hey, we just gave you 14 more miles of range, I'd be like, sweet. Hey, lighting, did you hear? No. Mm-mm, no, I don't think so. Hennessy just uh, revealed the Velociraptor R. Ooh, let me 1, guess. 1,000. Well, then it's 1,000 horsepower, isn't uh, it? Uh, Raptor R with uh, nearly 1,000 horsepower. So what is it, like 960? What is it? So uh, apparently the uh, the stock truck, which we all know is uh, potent, and it has a 5.2 liter V8 making 700 horsepower and 640 pound-feet of torque. Well, you know, Hennessy's like, that's not, that's not really enough. So what are they? Is the same thing. They're changing injectors, going so to the eighty five. They took what it learned with the GT five hundred Venom, and applied it to the truck. And so, according to the company, the modifications will uh, increase output by forty percent. The truck is anticipated to make nearly a thousand, but I guess they haven't done the dyno yet. More than eight hundred and fifty pound feet of torque. Now hold on a second, listen. Hennessey. Now they're stand, announcing stand numbers by. before they even no, do hold it. Hold on, stand by. No, because they know the engine from the GT five hundred program. Oh, I see. The engine will receive a high flow induction system, larger fuel injectors, a new supercharger belt, upgraded fuel lines, and a recalibrated computer. Uh, right now, the EPA rates the uh, Raptor R at uh, ten city and fifteen highway, which sounds really close to what. I'm getting in a certain uh, potent Jeep. Yeah, but with a double the horsepower. Can't imagine. It's going to be like 8 and 13 or 12, maybe. Right, right. But if you can afford that truck, you don't care about it. I mean, when you're going cares. to bigger injectors, they just you might as well just uh, pour buckets of fuel in. I mean, in. that's how it was with my supercharged right. Jeep. Uh, everybody said to me, yeah, you know, if you stay out of it and, you know, and out of boost, you're good. You're not going to, you know, it's not going to take a hit in regular fuel economy. Boy, was that not true. <laughs> the 392 is probably uh, worse in the city by two miles per gallon and probably one and a half better on the highway. Yeah, dude, by the way, I'm telling you that off-road mode, I keep, I cannot, it's a sickness. I can't stop pushing that button. So it's basically like a OS mode? like It's sport mode, yeah. essentially. So you hit, I, I, we've talked about this before, but you hit the off-road plus. Then you turn traction control back on because otherwise it wants to do like four-wheel burnouts and stuff like that. It's just silly. Okay. Um, but it changes the throttle mapping of the pedal. It advances the timing, which makes the exhaust super gnarly. I should take a note. That's what I need to do. We need to go for a ride in that thing in Off-Road Plus where you can hear it decelerate and the stock exhaust crackles and pops. Does it really? Yes. Yeah. Transmission shifts are like half a second. It's interesting that yours is doing that. That it's rung, kung, 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 kung. Oh, it's you know, wild. And the uh, the TRX has, unless I'm driving it wrong, which is possible. I guess I could. Dude, all I know, I manually put, shift. It, I put it in that mode, and yeah. it sounds like an aftermarket exhaust, like that has a spark plug in the muffler. And well, it sounds flames. like you, you know, like the the crackle tunes that you. It's can crazy. Get. Rung, kung, kung. It's what, when I but did it's the Mercedes, factory exhaust. When I when I did the tune on the Mercedes, like, do you want a crackle? I'm like, no, that's for kids. But I kind of sometimes I wish Whoa. I had it. But I'm you download. Then I did. I, I got a button, so I can be like, oh, crackle now, yeah. and I'd be like, ooh, quiet. How many BMWs have you seen, like M3s, where the guy passes? Oh, it's yeah. Yeah, all of them. All right, so uh, the Velociraptor 1000 will make its debut in the uh, first quarter of next year. And uh, no pricing yet, but it'll be back with a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty. So uh, we'll see when the uh, reveal comes. So maybe we need to have 
Hennessy on because he's been doing a bunch of stuff and we haven't had him on in a while. It's been about three years. Has it been that long? Yep. All right. We had him on at a SEMA about three years ago. We did have him on at SEMA. Yep. Hey, Lighting, did you hear? How about new? Nope. The uh, Jeep Grand Cherokee two-row just dropped the V8 option, so no more 5.7 Hemi in the uh, two-row Grand. So this is kind of interesting. The 4xE is now the model's flagship powertrain, which makes sense because it's also the most expensive. Uh, The interesting thing on this is it's only from the two-row, and I think that's because the 4xE powertrain is not available in the three-row, so you still need to have a flagship, so the, the Hemi stays on there. I also wonder if it's not for cafe credits and it's all because the V8 mm. needs to go to Rams right now and some other things. And the fact that the 4xE, faster by like a second 0 to 60 than the V8. And right now, the one I have at home where we plug in every night, we're doing like 28 miles per gallon. And that thing is freaking awesome. It's shockingly fast. In fact, we just had a Trailhawk 4xE Grand Cherokee uh, when we tested on four-wheelers uh, SUV of the year. And I couldn't believe what that thing pulled out in the quarter mile. So you're talking about a 4 by e trail. So that's a 2-liter turbo 4 mixed with a electric motor. It's got 25 miles of all-electric mode. It's plug-in hybrid. I honestly think so that... it's got torque down low and the power dude, up top 470 pound-feet of torque from this yeah, thing. Yeah, So we did in our Trailhawk, we did 0 to 60 in 5.83 seconds. And the quarter mile... 14.39 at like 99 miles an hour. Wow. Who needs a V8? Wow. And, and if you plug in every night, you're getting crazy good fuel economy. And if you don't plug in and you just go in pure hybrid mode, it's still a mile per gallon better than the V6. How does it sound? I mean, it sounds okay. It's not... It's, it's Does it sound as bad as your Raptor? <laughs> no, nothing sounds that bad. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, it sounds like a four-banger, but in the Grand Cherokee, there's so much sound and noise insulation and stuff. It doesn't really make it to the cabin. It's not offensive at all, uh, but obviously it doesn't sound as cool as like a V8 or anything like that. Right. But it's in electric mode. It's, I can hear my wife pulling the driveway because she drives, I don't know, like 50 miles an hour in the neighborhood. Claim she doesn't, except I can hear. So You it, can hear the tires screech around the corners? Well, here's the deal. Before, she's like, I wasn't driving that fast. Now, because there's no engine running when she comes in on EV mode, I can hear the tires. I'm like, <laughs> there's no engine running. I can hear you. And I can it, it goes and then dunk dunk in the driveway. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, that wasn't me. I'm like, why do you mean that wasn't you? I don't know how many other silent SUVs are going yeah, down the seriously <laughs> with all tire noise. Anyway, uh, not to belabor the four by E. I just think it's interesting that uh, Jeep kind of made the connection that that I did, and that's like you know I could have bought the the V8. You ever think about standing outside with a radar gun, just to yes. nail her, just say, yeah, uh, honey, you were going fifty four in a twenty five. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I don't want to be stabbed in my sleep or anything, but right. Anyway, she would do that. She carries a shift. <laughs> hey, lightning, did you hear? What? No. What? No. What? No. No. No, I haven't heard. <laughs> Uh, funny, more uh, Rivian R1T news as a uh, Florida HOA battles the R1T owner over the right to park in his driveway. Wait, Screw what? HOAs, What, dude. what, 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 why? Uh, because, because it's too big? Because the Homeowners Association wrote some rules in the 1980s that required trucks, trailers, RVs, and commercial vehicles to be out of sight. Oh, dude, you're a joke. Here we go again. Hold on a second. This is all flashing back to me. Do you remember when I used to live in Signal Hill? Yep. They had the same deal. Yeah, it's they stupid. They said that you could not, in the CCNRs, you could not park a commercial 
pickup truck or any kind of commercial vehicle in your driveway or in front of your house. And I had a neighbor come up to me and leave a note on it that said, I had completely forgotten about it until just right mm. now. This is in 2004 when I had my 03 crew cab, uh, short bed up on a set of 38s. Uh, with a ten-inch lift, so it was a big truck. Oh, yeah, it's ugly. Barely, it was. <laughs> I yeah. wouldn't want it in your driveway either. But I, I understand that it dwarfed my house. But <laughs> it was not a. It was not a commercial vehicle. Yeah. And they were saying that it was somebody had because they knew that. Well, some because trucks the, a pickup truck has a plate on it that's a commercial plate, then they can call it. I mean, in California, mine wasn't a commercial plate unless it was a um, personalized plate. It was every it pickup was. is. All of my plates are personalized. Oh, always. Oh. But here in California, yeah. a pickup truck is considered a commercial vehicle, and you, my understanding is you can remove the commercial on it and get a passenger plate so you don't have to pay the, the tonnage fees or whatever for the road use. But if you get caught carrying anything in the back, big fine, hmm. which is kind of stupid. So anyway, uh, Glenn Gordon, a resident in Weston Hills Country Club uh, condominiums in Weston, Florida, had taken delivery of his Rivian. Why does so much bad happen in Florida? Like, <laughs> but also what, a lot of good happens there, much. too. No, uh, you know what happens there? Sweat, perspiration, in America. hurricanes. Nah, America. Nah, there's- Freedom. Nah, there's- Yeah, yeah. but who cares if you got freedom when you just- you Well, you don't have freedom at HOA. Sweating balls Listen, and you can't drive don't, a truck. Don't, can't even park a truck in your house. Don't go to a HOA. It's so stupid. Anyway, this uh, Weston Hills Country Club, strict rules, date from the 80s. Uh, according to the rules, it's the our, Rivians is considered a commercial pickup, and they want it uh, in the garage and out of sight. So the owner basically said uh, he's not going to comply, and he tried to uh, reach out, and uh, they won't talk to him. And uh, he says some are taking pictures of it, saying it's a be- uh, beautiful vehicle. Can they see it? And he says that's the only comments I've gotten. So he's been there for 27 years. You know, that's one a-hole neighbor. Yeah, uh, it's 100%. the same a-hole neighbor that cited me for my truck. And I know exactly who it was. It was this woman four or five houses down on a cul-de-sac street. You probably yelled at her out the window to turn her headlights on. No, I didn't. And this is before I became obsessed with headlights. Uh This is before DRLs. She's the same woman who cited me for having a uh, a Rubbermaid, um, you know, you put all your shovels and all that stuff. Okay. Uh, Action packer box? This is about six foot tall. And it's stuck oh, about- shed. It's like one shed. of those little sheds. Little, little shed. You buy it at Home Depot and you yeah. assemble it, right? I'm well aware of sheds right now. I know that, but this is a small one. Uh-huh. The problem is, Holman, is mine stuck up about six inches above the fence line. So you could see it from the sidewalk when you're walking by the house. It was on the side Did yard. you have your friend come and draw a big wiener just so that was uh, visible above the wall? Should have. I would Should be happy have to a, uh, add some art to that. Yep. Uh, Mr. Holman put a, a giant phallus I on the side of it. No, been all about the Spanxy So we had to uh, get rid of it. And I, I couldn't put in the back because we had a very small backyard there, too. And that sucked. And I'm like, I know you ratted me out. She goes, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, it's six inches and it's the same color as the house. Yeah. Come on. And then it's you like, headbutted her? She didn't like the fact that I had kids. Well, I mean. She was a single woman. She was ornery. And I had kids and we would play um, we play just too loud. In front of her house. Yeah. We were just alive. It pissed her off. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, hey, Lighting, did you hear? Nope, I didn't. The uh, GMC Canyon configurator is live, and boy, is that thing fun to play with. Dude, uh, the AT4X, pfft. dude, look at it in yellow. Tell look me Look how rad that thing looks. Oh, that is a cool yellow. What is that called? I don't know. Do we know? No. That's got gold in it. It's a gr- just a great looking truck. 
I'm I think that's that I think it's going to cool. sell well. But that, yeah. the only problem with that is I that actually like it's it better like, than the Chevy. Uh, I do too. I think the Canyon's a better. Uh, well, the the front end is a little better. I yeah. think that that is it's like fifty what fifty seven grand for that thing. Isn't it? Yeah, something like that. Six dudes. Yeah, it's a pricey little midsize. It'd be interesting to see with the interest rates. They just the Fed just uh, bumped another half a uh, half a point. So man, money's getting expensive. I don't know what these manufacturers can do with all these vehicles above sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars. They're going to have to start putting uh, some some money on the hood of these things because uh, loans are expensive now. I don't know what's going to happen. If I'm, you're in the car biz, call us. Yeah, I'm just glad that I got mine when I did because uh, otherwise, dude. I couldn't have got mine if um, Jackson. I couldn't have bought mine today. I couldn't have bought because, mine either. Yeah, because the rate and everything that I got. Well, no, the and, rate and the price yeah. it went up. Like, thank God, yeah. I ordered mine. Like, oh, oh my God, this exact time last year, right before yeah. my birthday, right, a couple days before my birthday, I ordered it from Jackson at Ellis yep. Dodge Ram, yep. Jeep, Chrysler, Maserati, and all the other brands they've got. Fiat, Fiat, and 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 then he got them to stick to the price. Yep. It didn't go up. L- lucky you. And so that was good. Sometimes I uh, could not have. Uh, I would not have been a TRX owner. All right. What do you say we uh, get into some voicemails? Oh come on and be part of the show. Call the five star hotline six five seven two zero five six one zero five. It's the five star hotline. Five star hotline. Hey guys, it's Jordan with Florida Truck Meet. Update! Where are you going, Sean? Hmm? Where the heck are you going? You better tell me. Glad to hear the podcast continuing, seeing how you still have to come to Florida Truck Meet come this March since you skipped last year. Also, got a funny EV question for you. Four Lightning, Hummer EV, Jeep 4xE. You got to f*** one, marry one, kill one. Go! Lastly, Waffle House always reigns supreme. And Bossar! Five-star review! Five-star! And then as far as Waffle House, no, Waffle House blows ass. And then- um, So is that the one you're killing? I'm going to kill Waffle House. Which one are you going to marry? I'm going to marry the 4 by E. Smart I choice, think. all right. Yep. All right. And then- um, The one you want to do uh, things to. I think I'm going to do things to the Lightning EV because it's uh, that's uh, sickeningly weird. It's it's very incestuous. I actually want to leave this uh, podcast studio. Incestuous. I want to leave. I made up a word. Incestual. It's not even a thing. Gross. <laughs> I want to leave this podcast studio and never come back. It, well, this, this room is tainted. You're going to get your wish, my <laughs> friend. Hi, Mister J and Sean. Ah, uh, my name is Emmanuel. I own a 2017 Colorado. Anyway, this is not my first time calling. But I was looking at Mr. Sean P. Holman's Instagram, and I looked at a project he's doing. He's doing a shed or something like that. But maybe I'm thinking, new podcast studio? Huh. Interesting. Also, what does the P stand for in Sean P. Holman? Monitor the parameters and five star. Say hi to my mom for me, please. Her name is Claudia. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Claudia. <laughs> All right. Hello, Claudia. Uh, we'll give you... Master, monitor, key, engine, parameters. Five-star review! Five-star! So the P it's in Sean P. P. Holman it literally is stands for P. penis. <laughs> of course <laughs> it is. not actually true. Of course it is. 
Uh, was your, dad's that got, your dad's got a great Was that his real voice? Yes. You and by so? the way, can you imagine being in a longer conversation with him with that cadence? be hilarious. You're just reaching into a store trying to pull words out. Speed <laughs> up, bro. I don't have all day. I'm growing a beard waiting for you to say the next word. <laughs> How do you think I got this beard? <laughs> Lightning and Holman. Love you guys' the show. Listen to it all the time. Hope you guys have a very, very Merry Christmas. And I think the phrase that you're looking for, Holman, when lightning says something wrong is, let's reverse this just a little bit. Or how about, let's rewind this. You guys have a wonderful Christmas and a happy New Year's. And let's hope for a spectacular year. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate that. Person who uh, didn't leave his name. Yep. Uh, 657-205-6105 is the five-star hotline. It is open for you to call, leave a message 24 hours a day for free. 657-205-6105. Hello? Is anybody there? Let's uh, back that truck up just a tad. (laughs) That's funny. So what he's saying is when I... playing his own joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when, when I get out of line, Holman should say... Let's just back that truck up just a tad. Uh, hey, Lightning, let's, uh, let me try this on for size. Mm-hmm. Say something accidentally offensive. You're looking a little portly today. Oh, let's just uh, back that truck up just a tad. <laughs> now, that wasn't offensive enough, was it? No. No. no I'll, I'll save it for, uh, for a good, uh, for a good yeah. one. Okay. All right, guys, we really appreciate all the uh, voicemails. 657-205-6105. Uh, let, tell us what you got for Christmas, because uh, you guys are hearing this after Christmas, we're recording it right before. Can, can so I, we haven't opened our gifts yet. I, I have a uh, a query, Mr. Holman. Okay. I have been on the hunt for non-repeating socket sets. And non-repeating so, socket sets. Okay, so here's the deal. Um, I want to buy a complete socket set that goes from 5 millimeter to 33 millimeter. Right. And I don't want any overlaps. I don't want like two 19 mils. Okay. All right. And I've not found any complete socket sets where I can buy all of them. Now, I did, I was talking to a guy who's a, he's a mechanic and, he, and I said, why can't I buy this one set? Why doesn't it exist? And I've looked around for a long time. I thought gear wrench, they make everything. They gotta have it. Nope. Snap on. You got to buy them all individually, I believe. Or you got to buy the master set, right? And then they're like, well, the problem is, is that you either have to have three-inch drive. Right. Or when you get to the big size, they're half-inch drive. Right. And I'm like, no, I want one drive for everything. So can I get can I get half-inch drive all the way down to like five mil and then all the way up no, to 33? No, you can't. That's the answer is right. I can't. I want it. But they need, you need to make sure that the size of the bolt and the size of the socket, yeah. that the, you don't have too much leverage to break a bolt head off. That's ah. why you're not going to get a half inch with a five mil because it's too much wrench for it and you're going to break the bolt. Fine, fine. So let's say- And then when you get in the bigger size, if you go three eighths with an adapter, you don't have enough le- leverage for the torque required on the bolt. Understood. So let's say I acquiesce and I go, okay, I'm going to have to have quarter and three eighths drive or I'm going to have three eighths and half inch drive. Okay. okay. I want to buy one- Set. Why not do quarter I want and half buy, inch? I want. Then you have the low end covered and the high end I covered. I can do a quarter and half inch. No, that. Mm, yes, yeah, skip three eighths drive. I guess I could. Oh well, I want to buy one set that has all of them, all the way from five, okay, four or five, all the way to thirty three, okay. And I don't want to buy two sets. Okay. I want to buy one box of really nice sockets, and I'm going to throw one more wrench at you, okay. I would really like these to be color-coded with the little bands around them on the bottom if I could. Amazon, dude. 
That's probably the closest you'll get. Amazon. What do you mean? I don't I know. Cheap spent, Chinese tools. That's, I'm mm, sure they'll do I that spent, for you. I spent hours. I'm way too much time on this. So are you asking really our listeners want, to tell you where to get this? I really want. I I, I looked at Wera. W E R A. Those are like beautiful. Okay. okay, but they only have these tiny little sets of like eight piece sockets. I even got the the Joker. If you guys look at the freaking Joker, Wera Joker. That's your new favorite wrench. They don't make one as big as I'd like. But the Joker is amazing. I want to find like the holy grail of socket sets, and I can't. Is it? I looked at Matco. I looked at Snap-on. I can't find it. Please, there's enough of you out there that that wrench that you can advise me. What is the single best socket set that I can buy that's got one of everything? I want deep wall and shallow. One set of each. Either quarter and three-eighths or three-eighths and half or Holman's idea, quarter and half, but non-skips. Bring it. Bring it. I think you're asking for a lot, but who, who knows? Maybe there's something there's out there There's so for many you. companies that make these freaking things, and uh-huh. yet it, I don't see. I don't want the master set. I Why? don't need. I don't need Allen's. Okay? I don't need hex wrenches. I've no, got No, just get a master socket need, set. You can't just get a they, socket set? No. No. To get all the sockets I want- you have to buy all this other crap that I don't need. Mm. I don't need any more wrenches. I don't you need any open You just want the ends. sockets? I just want the freaking sockets. Harbor Freight. I've looked at Icon, and I've looked at uh, their uh, the Quinn line at Harbor Freight, uh-huh. and I can do that. But now I'm like to the point where I just want what I want. Like, I don't want those. I want to How get... about you buy the thing, and then you sell off all the 10 millimeters? So the funny thing is, eBay Motors is they'll sell a little packet I have of one. 10 mils. They were handing them out of SEMA. You and I both got them yes. at the same time. Just and funny. Harbor Freight now sells a pack of 10 mils. Of course they do, because those yeah. are all the ones that disappear. And You can buy, and so they sell you one of each. A, a so, deep so, wall, so this is your Christmas list. wish list is to know where you can find this particular Just, you thing. You guys have a ton of sockets. Like, what's your favorite socket set? And right. I'm dead, sm- I will buy it Truck at show the podcast end of the episode when someone- At gmail.com. Is, okay. it, is it a German brand? Is it Czech? I'm okay. Okay, can we continue the show? Sorry, yeah, where do we leave off? All right, well, I, uh, my gift to the listeners, we need to play- the fruitcake episode. That was probably the best all-time segment of the Truck Show podcast, and it is the holidays, and it's putting me in the mood. Somebody reminded me of it the other day. I forgot how funny it was because it had been four years since I listened to it, maybe three years. All right, so here it is, the holiday fruitcake episode from December of 2018, episode 45 of the Truck Show podcast. Let's get in the way, way back machine. Holman, um... There's a pretty lady standing behind you in the doorway. What? <laughs> I'm not joking. Should I look over my left in shoulder? The red, in or the, my... No, your left shoulder. The, your left shoulder in the oh, red Nissan shirt. I know who that is. Okay. Do you want to introduce her? Uh, that's Wendy Orthman from Nissan. Okay. Our presenting sponsor. What does she have in her hand? Wendy. Okay. <laughs> sit, sit down. Tr- put on the headphones. Yes. All right. right. Microphone here. Okay. Okay. Can you hear everything all right? I can. Why are you carrying what appears to be some type of a detonation device in a giant it's, case that says a vault on the outside. It looks like a Pelican case, mm-hmm. but it has a sticker on it, and I've, I'm familiar with that sticker. Does it look familiar to you, Sean? You sh- you've it, seen it, this before. I actually have nightmares about the sticker <laughs> because so, I'm afraid of what's to come because I know what's happened before. Okay, so hold on a second. I also recognize this sticker right here, Holiday Fruitcake. Yes. And I this harkens back to a story that you told me a few episodes ago. Uh-huh. 
about a Nissan stunt. Yes. Right? And you are looking at the stuntess right here. You're the one that... Okay, so let's go back in time. Okay. What did Nissan do when they were unveiling their five-year, 100,000-mile warranty? Okay, so you'll remember back in 2016 when the Nissan Titan and and XD launched, they announced a five-year, 100,000-mile warranty. If you listen to this program, our podcast, very familiar with it because we talk about it all the time. What Nissan wanted to do is send all the journalists a fruitcake for Christmas. Right? That sounds normal. Uh, I believe they actually bought out the entire Franklin, Tennessee Costco. And uh, of all the fruitcakes, they slapped these stickers on them. They sent them out to each of their journalist friends with a little note that said something like, the only thing that will outlast our warranty is a fruitcake. And did it go over well, Wendy? It went over very well. (laughs) We actually even had a few write-ups about it because it was so well-received. And really, the million-dollar question for me is, will the fruitcake actually outlast the warranty? Because at this point, we kept two fruitcakes from this stunt a few three years ago so we are at the halfway point i know your warranty is still good for two more years the question is the fruitcake oh (laughs) so interesting so you have the fruitcake a fruitcake one of the original fruitcakes in this why are you carrying it around like it's in a (laughs) like because this is precious cargo we only kept two that are actually original fruitcakes Uh, and i will tell you about (laughs) a year into one of them i consumed it Wait, what? So our friend Brent Hagen from yeah. Nissan, uh, he's been on the show a number of times. He and I went duck hunting. Okay. And when you go duck hunting, you uh, usually, in fact, Wendy's husband was with us. That's true. Uh, <laughs> you usually uh, tend to lubricate with libations, let's say. Yes. And You were some, drunk? And some, no, I was lubricated. <laughs> okay. And um, somebody, <clears throat> Brent Hagen, had said, hey, I brought one of Wendy's fruitcakes. And we all looked at each other and said, well, we have to eat it. Yeah, of course you do. We had to. And it's, you know, it's it's a little bit expired, but so what, right? It was... You got to be part of the magic. We chewed it, looked at each other, and then we moved on to other things. Okay. So, what's, so it was a year old at that point. Uh, around that. Okay. So now we're three years into it, and this damn fruitcake is still <laughs> haunting me. Except now it's in a pelican case. Yes. But open so it up. We, we flew it all the way from Nashville to see you. In oh, fact, okay. we learned a lot about flying with fruitcakes. What, what do you mean? By the way, that should they be a hashtag or a t-shirt. Flying with fruitcakes. Yeah. That's what you're doing yeah. right now, by yeah. the way. You're flying with fruitcakes. And this was a carry-on, right? Uh, yes. And what we've discovered, um, our friends at TSA really don't like fruitcakes because they have the same density, apparently, as C4. <laughs> <laughs> so wait. So you have a fruitcake in your pelican case. And you're carrying it like it is C4. So so did our friend David Page, was he? Yeah. My friend David Page <laughs> is the one who actually carried it. And he had some lovely and up-close and personal experiences with our TSA. Was it, was it open hands on the padding? <laughs> was there any cupping? <laughs> okay. Um, I want to see if you open up the box, is there music? Do lights come out of it? Are you ready? I'm, I'm ready. Here it goes. I'm ready. Here it I'm ready. Here it goes. <laughs> this is awesome. It is encased in foam. And perfectly wait, preserved. Wait. Oh my God! Who Look, did, who, Look at it. Who did this? It looks like it's a different color. Who now? did this whole thing right here? <laughs> like what is like? Someone There's spent layers. a lot of time and energy you know, on this case. Wait, I have to. I have to hold. Oh my! Right. It's so, so it has been heavy. Temperature controlled in my office for three years, but not oh. refrigerated. Was it behind under your desk, so, like you had forgotten about it, or what? <laughs> no, I had it on a shelf. Can I? Uh, can I read this? Please. It says holiday fruitcake. The one food that might last longer than the 2017 Nissan Titan's industry-leading five-year, 100,000-mile warranty. And 
It says recent Titan buyers will be covered until December 2021. We can't guarantee the fruitcake. <laughs> okay, I have an idea. I have an idea. There's a friend of mine yeah? who is a Nissan Titan ambassador. He happens to be a celebrity chef, and he's been seen on... Uh, oh, he's beat Bobby Flay. Okay. And he's been seen on the Food Network, and we should call celebrity chef Corey Barr and find out. Don't even say if we're going to eat that. Really? You're not going to suggest that we eat that. You, you we, think I flew it from Nashville here just to look at it? Well, I'm pretty, Are we going to do this? I'm pretty I'm psych myself up. I'm pretty sure this. our presenting sponsor is uh, <laughs> shaming us or guilting us into eating holiday fruitcake. You didn't really, but you, hold on a second. Two things. You didn't, Wendy, you didn't fly out here so we could see and eat this, right? You didn't really do that. Well, you, yeah, kind of. She, lit she literally flew in this afternoon. I came to see you guys because you're my favorite podcast. And, and you were complaining earlier about being hungry. I'm just saying. You, <laughs> I was. Beggars can't be choosers, my friend. So what, what makes him an expert on, on food expiration? I mean, he's a chef. He's more of an expert than you, are, you and I, right? Yeah, so, okay. okay. All right. Hmm. Hello? Hey, it's uh, Lightning and Holman from the Chuck Show podcast. What's happening? What's going on, Chef? <laughs> What's happening? How are y'all? We are great, but we're in a little bit of a pickle because we, we're we thinking about eating a, a two-year-old. Wait, is it two or three-year-old? How old is it again? Uh, it's, it's, I think it's a three-year-old three fruitcake, fruitcake <sighs> from Nissan. And, and, and we're, we're concerned that we may yeah. die. So here's the deal, Chef. We are not experts in, uh, in food. Uh, I mean, we are experts in eating food. We right. didn't get these bodies by not being experts in eating food. But you are the most uh, expert-filled food person I know. The being most expert-filled <laughs> yes. food person? Um, What's and, wrong with you? And, uh, Is that a real thing? Do I get a black? <laughs> that's on your business card for your, your, new, uh, your new restaurant parish in Louisiana. <laughs> that's it. You know, that's I think if, uh, if this goes well, Corey should have these fruitcakes as dessert at his restaurant. <laughs> Expired food at his restaurant? We haven't determined if it's expired. Yet. I'm in the business of selling food, not cellaring food. You know, <laughs> All right. So, uh, so Chef, what is the shelf life of a fruitcake? Well, you know, uh, according to, uh, to some people... Oh, wait, don't, don't, wait, 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 wait. Don't answer yet. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> what, what are we looking at here? Are we, are we, are we going to get ill? I, I think you're going to be fine. As long as it was stored in an airtight container... They say that a fruitcake can last up to 25 years. No way. Uh, no, wait, no, wait. No, but what no. lasts more, a Twinkie or a fruitcake? No, no. <laughs> Wrong answer. 25 years. I, my ass. So Wendy I, paid I, Corey I, to come up with that. No, 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 no. Look, look it up, man. They're saying that, you know, me, truthfully, I think like most things, fruitcake tastes better soaked in bourbon. Um, <laughs> you know, but uh, as long as you keep it in an airtight container, Fruitcake can last up to a quarter century. That's the truth. All right, Chef. So I have a question for you. I'm now holding the fruitcake in my hand. I'm spinning it around, and I just discovered something that I missed earlier, mm. and that is the date of 1225 <laughs> on the side of the fruitcake, yet there's no year. Oh, well, maybe no. that means 12 of 25. <laughs> it does not 12 mean. of 25. No, it does not mean 12 of 25. There's no there's date. No that way. has to be the date. That was December 25th. Absolutely. No, 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 no. I would think that would be the... Uh, 
the the best consumed by date. I mean, who doesn't just want to wake up on Christmas morning and uh, eat a big slice of fruitcake? Uh, me? <laughs> the whole world? No one eats okay. that crap. Wait, can I, can, while I have you on the phone, I, I have to, could you set, I know this isn't, this isn't fruitcake related. Well, it, may, it might kind of be. I need you to settle a dispute with my wife and I. She throws oh, everything God. out be, when it says best if used by, where my logic is, well, if it's a little bit worse than that, but not expired, it's good. So, so what's the real deal with best and expired? Little Holman, Holman and I are very similar. Holman and I, if unless the pizza is walking across the floor, <laughs> yes, we will eat it. Sure. In some cases, we'll chase it and, down. And, and we just had a conversation. Our wives are exactly the same. Where they throw out half of the refrigerator, and we're like, "That's all good." By the way, if you scrape off the top of the guacamole, it's, it's still green. Yeah. So, right. So can you settle yeah, that for us? That mold on top acts like a uh, like a hermetic seal. It keeps it from <laughs> decomposing any further. Right. <laughs> For me, it really comes down to using your senses, your sense of sight, your sense of smell, and your sense of taste. If it doesn't smell good, chances are it's not. If it doesn't look good, same thing. And certainly if it doesn't taste good, throw it out. But those things I really rely on more than a date. You want to pay attention to what your body's telling you about the food. Do we do we pop this thing my, open my, with my, Chef on the phone? My body is telling me in advance it's not good. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm having these weird... You know when you get that lemony flavor coming up at the, the back of your throat? Are you telling me that the warranty on a Nissan Titan lasts as long, if not longer, than this fruitcake? I, I am saying that. I think, um, I am saying, oh, he, Holman just took the top off. It's not hermetically sealed anymore, Chef. It's not. It was never hermetically sealed. Look at those. Did it start decaying immediately? Is it like, cr- like no, like, it's not know, even moving. No, like, hold- it's just like decaying and drying hold out. Hold on. Oh, is it hard? Rock hard. Oh, that's <laughs> but sticky. It is it's hard. You know, another sticky. scientific fact. I got another scientific fact for you that the density of mahogany and the density of the, of the average fruitcake is one to one. It's just as dense as my dining room table. We also found out it's the same density as C4, <laughs> thanks to the uh, TSA uh, learning and, experience and today. If, and if we eat it, we're the densest in the room. <laughs> I mean, oh my gosh. I, I guess what we really need to know, Chef, is what should Wendy have to pay us <laughs> in order for us to consume this fruitcake, or do you think we really are safe? I think you're. I think you're really safe. I, I do, and I and I want to. I want to figure out a way for us to uh, get together at some point and maybe have a fruitcake cook-off. So we had this thing. We it was on a previous episode, the Titan Meetup uh, a while back. Yeah. And uh, and I I personally make a a pretty damn good Dr Pepper barbecue sauce, which Chef told me if I bottled it I could make money. He was that impressed. However, I lost on the brisket, and uh, Chef, we've never really, we've never really uh, oh, debriefed God. after this. <laughs> debriefed. <laughs> what what happened? How did why why did I lose? And and are you really an expert? If you don't trust my my brisket, I'm going to trust your uh, fruitcake expertise. <laughs> Look, I trust your brisket. I thought you did an excellent job, um, and I I certainly appreciated the level of like execution. I mean, there was multiple preparations on the plate. I thought on my scorecard. The yours was the winning dish. Oh, you know? okay. hold, hold on here because yeah. unfortunately, unfortunately, I'm not the only judge. Oh, wait, wait, I'm sorry, we can't hear you. All I heard was yours was the winning one. 
In my opinion, I thought your brisket was superior. Oh, I, I did have chopped, sliced, and burnt ends. Nobody else made burnt ends, so I, I actually made meat candy for, for Chef here. Does that mean that I can go on in life? Because the only reason I participated in that was because I wanted to be able to tell people I have an award-winning brisket. Can you give me the, the license to, uh, to, to claim that? Look. I would eat that brisket seven days a week. So I, I think it's one of the better ones I've ever eaten. And certainly in the constraint, in the time constraints and using all the new equipment and being in a new and crazy environment, executing that well, man, you can, you can hold your chin up for sure. I'd put that a brisket against anybody. You're just trying to butter him up so you can convince him and I to eat this disgusting looking um, no, it's, but it's working cyl- because cylindrical it's not like, non cake like thing what is happening shaped here? like a donut it's got a hole in the middle oh wendy's peeling you back the bandage it's you know, a fruit cake bandage the hole in the middle is you need to fill that up with rum or bourbon and let it all soak in well there. now you tell me cuz i didn't bring rum or bourbon it, rum or yeah. bourbon would have killed the uh, the any bacteria that's still <laughs> harvesting exactly. in here it's uh, an antiseptic. Do so we preload with the rum and bourbon? That way it kills anything in our tract already and then exactly. chase her? Now when, you got it. Wendy, did you bring any drinks? Any cocktails? I, I did not bring cocktails, but I did find some uh, some plates and some forks and knives. Okay. <laughs> it's so sticky. That's what she said. Oh, so I, it's, <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's what's Okay, I understand that there's red candied cherries. Mm-hmm. I understand there's walnuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I understand yeah. that there are Potentially green candied cherries? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's odd. Uh, yeah. Okay, but what's the yellow sticky thing? That's what she said. <laughs> what is that? Pineapple. Ah, uh, yes, it does look like pineapple. pineapple. What? Where? Yes, right right here. What's, what's pineapple? Back when right these here. things became like, you know, a fruitcake became hold on, a sign of hold wealth. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Pineapple is see-through. Pineapple has never been translucent. <laughs> it's translucent. You know what it looks like? It looks like somebody made a stained glass cake. It is. That's it, what it is. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Because it's the holidays and Christmas, yeah? Wendy pulled this out of a church window. <laughs> hey, Chef, can you can you tell us the history of fruitcake? Do you know anything about are you why trying to, Are you trying to delay yes. the inevitable is here? It, is it coming through All that right, way? So real quick. It's one of those legacy things left over from our old empire days, our occupation of the British. You know, a fruitcake is what the British typically used as a wedding cake or a sign of wealth. So, you know, when we became, you know, this independent country, we kind of followed in their traditions and, and gave fruitcakes as a sign of our wealth to others. And then, um, you know, because fruit back then was extremely expensive. Um, they had to find ways to preserve it. So they did it in sugar syrups. And that's why you have all this crazy-looking translucent sugary fruit that doesn't look like anything any living being should consume, you know, but... Uh, Did you hear what he said? Yeah. No living beings should consume Well, this. you know what, just as you're, as you're talking it, it right now, as you're giving us a history lesson on fruitcakes, a nut... Over here, it just on the fell way- off. No, no, no! It didn't fall off. It jumped for its life. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm finally free out of the hermetic seal. Uh, what, what I'm seeing here, as I'm looking, I, my gaze is upon the fruitcake here on our uh, podcast studio. What I'm seeing is, um, I feel like royalty. I absolutely yeah, you do. Should. No, no, you I feel like the court jester <laughs> that we have to eat the poison before the king gets it. But she sponsored the podcast. <laughs> I, I listen. I would. I'm Is not it, sure. Follow the money. Follow the money with the fork, baby. <laughs> follow the money with the fork. Oh. You're no longer allowed as a guest on our show, my friend. Oh. It's so, um. Uh, we all need to get together and 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 cook again soon. I think we got something in the works. Hopefully that'll happen. 
that'll be something that can bring us all closer together if you survive this <laughs> fruitcake episode. Oh. Which I have all the confidence in the world you're going to survive. Is it now called the fruitcake episode? I think it actually is the fruitcake episode. <laughs> and uh, and Chef, I look forward to uh, being able to cook with you again. That was uh, that was a highlight of my uh, my culinary existence. Um, I, I consider myself a, a foodie and pretty decent in the kitchen. Just because you're fat does not make you a foodie. <laughs> well, I mean, that's how I got fat, though, by right. sampling a lot of food. So I feel like I have a Then we have a, a, there are tens of thousands of, of okay, chefs listen, around the country. I cook next to the guy who beat Bobby Flay. So? That is true. He was on Beat Bobby Flay, and he you, beat Bobby Flay. But you said you cooked next to him. Well, he ate my food. He was a judge. I couldn't cook with him. I, 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 I consumed his food. He probably got some, you know, some talent through osmosis or something like that. <laughs> Maybe he sprinkles his salt a little differently. I don't know. But I, yeah. I, could, I, could, I could tell you this. I want to know how this fruitcake tastes. <sighs> Is it time? Are, are we going to try it? I got to find a knife. I think I only have a utility <laughs> knife. Do you, do you have a chisel? <laughs> I, we're going to need some kind of a putty knife or a chainsaw. <laughs> I have a Office Depot stainless steel scissors. Yeah, and okay, I have a well, hold on. Wendy, carpet knife. Wendy just gave us very feeble-looking plastic sporks, <laughs> and I have oh, a feeling this my. is. <laughs> It's good. I'm, oh, I'm trying to stab I mean, it right now. It's not make, working. Those cherries kind of indent a little. I'm look actually pretty impressed. Look at look at how they They're move. They're malleable. They're malleable for being three years they, old. They are not malleable. Look, look at these Look things. at my fork is bending on the walnut. Oh, it's a you walnut. can't see this. What fork is going to go through well, but a walnut? Even look at wait, this. Oh, it, wait. The pineapple. It has my fork. I can't pull it out. It's ingesting my fork. Hold on a second. Wait. <laughs> look, I'm dragging. I'm dragging the fruit cake around. Oh no! A big oh, chunk just on, came out. Hold on. Hold on. What was the screen thing? Uh, that's a cherry. That's not a cherry. Yes, it, it is. Why is it, is it green? Inexplicable it's green cherries. Look, it's yeah. coming off. No, oh, that's it not good enough. You no. have to have the same Shh. bite I do. This is snot. <laughs> it's not snot. <laughs> are, we, are we doing this? No, you need to have the same bite I do. All right. You I, need, I, this is, I need like, to cut it. It's like two kids. <laughs> do, do better. I'm I... taking the bite unless you take the bite, dude. <laughs> okay, hold on. I got to. Uh, and you to... better not screw me. You better take a <laughs> full right, bite. Hold on. Hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm using scissors. The backside of. Oh, stainless oh, steel scissors. I can't cut this. <laughs> you know, you'll cut through your hand with those scissors way easier I'm, than the I'm fruit relatively cake. a strong person, and this is. Look at this. This is taking force to get so through this. There is oh, actually wait. cake under all those. Where? Nuts I, didn't get, and I didn't get any cake. Which fruitcake factory did that come from? Uh, they're fruitcake factories? <laughs> oh, there are. There, there's two leading fruitcake factories. One is located in Georgia, and I believe the other was in Corsicana, just... Texas. So, wait, wait, here's what's happening here. Uh, granted, I, I'm using. I'm, I'm using, uh, I've, I've opened up a pair of scissors, and uh -huh. I'm using the blade, right? Uh -huh. Like you'd open up a box because you can't find your box yeah. cutter. And and as I as Here, as I, cut, I have a box cutter. All right, let me use the box cutter. No, I, Hold on. You use the scissors. I'm gonna okay. cut with the box. You got a utility knife. Yeah. Okay. Well, that one went right oh, through I, it. Yeah, I found I found cake. There is cake under there. As yeah. I cut this, it fills in behind the yeah, like the shark's teeth. It loses the teeth. Yeah. It's like it lost a cherry, and another cherry came from nowhere. All right, hold on. Wait, right, hold on. Well, what I'm gonna do this chunk here. Okay. All right. All right. Um, and, and and you're gonna do that that piece there. Okay. okay hold on. Okay. Just wait. Let me let me put it on my spork here. No, you need to get. That's how big your piece needs to be. You need to, I'm, I'm, this is a pretty good size. Okay, it needs to be one well, one I, mouthful. I mashed it together like a kid does with cookie dough. Yes. Right. Okay. It did, but on. you didn't need to mash it together because it's stuck. I've got arm hair in it already. 
I think it pulled off a fingernail. <laughs> that's not arm. <laughs> that's not arm hair. Is it gro- <laughs> is it growing a brain? You, there was that new story last week where there I don't know some organ was growing a brain or something. I feel it started with fruitcake. I don't know, but I don't want to look at this thing <laughs> okay. until it starts moving. All right, just found another piece uh, jumped okay, off. Okay. okay, all right, here we here here, here we go. All right, wait, count of three. Uh, all right, one. Come on, really? Two. Okay. Three. Uh, <laughs> oh. Oh. Fruitcake! Oh, oh, no. Horrible. Mm-hmm. Not good. <laughs> I don't know that anybody would ever like this. It's awful. <laughs> Do we have to swallow it? There's thousands of old you know this? around the country celebrating <laughs> eating this. This is horrible. <laughs> this is the most disgusting thing I've ever eaten. <laughs> I don't think those are tears. I think my body's rejecting it. That's so gross. When I was a kid, I ate paste. This is way worse than paste. What do you mean? You don't feel royal or anything like that? This is so solid. (laughs) It's got almost like... It's like glue. It's like glue and cherries. I can't get off my teeth with my tongue. <laughs> it's like when you have those markers that smell, that smell like fruit. Association's going to send y'all some hate mail. Oh, no. my God. No, you know what this is? Horrible. What? There's a piece <laughs> dropped in my jaw. <laughs> Hold on. Oh. Hold on. What does that taste like? I've tasted it before, but you I don't know. It's you like know what it is? familiar and foreign at the same time. This is um, this is that uh, cherry-flavored chapstick. <laughs> Cherry flavored oh, chapstick sure. with oh. the same consistency. Oh my god. Oh. No. Oh. This is why they don't make Elmer's glue and flavors. <laughs> Here's the thing the nut didn't crunch. I no. My teeth just sink into it. so gross. Why do we do that? Wait, does that mean Wendy's coming back in three more years? No. Oh. Oh, oh, oh my god. god. I don't even know. I have tears in my oh. eyes. I got it down. I got it down too, except it's stuck in my teeth. Uh, it's that's stuck what in my. She said. <laughs> it's stuck in my palate. Yeah. I think it's stuck in my ears. Mm. Just you know. So later describe tonight. the flavor. Okay. I'm gonna use my best culinary knowledge uh, of watching lots of food TV programs. It's tacky. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's sticky. Mm-hmm. It sort of um, <laughs> attacks the palate with a disgusting mix of uh, sickly sweetness uh-huh. and um, age. Um, I know, like, like if you were to age a side of beef, um, this isn't like that at all. Not at all. Um, Not even it's, close. It's <laughs> like the, uh, the, the, the syrupy cherries and walnuts have been glued together with not cake. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what to call it. It's like fruit, not cake. Um, I think that's why I'm tearing up because my saliva glands don't make enough saliva to get Damn. it down. So my eyes are actually tearing up into my mouth in order to help it go, come down. Um, yeah. It's walnuty. Yeah. How you doing over there? So that, so that, so that happened. So that, so that, Yum. so that happened. There was a trend that went down. We look back, now we frown. Please don't happen again. So that happened. So that happened. Yeah, so that happened. Uh, Seriously, you know, I have um, tears. It got to the point where it was stuck. And the tears assisted the saliva in getting it down, but now I feel like I have uh, 
You know, like if you were a dog and you like pine cones and you ate the pine cone without chewing it? Yeah. I imagine yeah. that feels like this. Give it six hours. It's not, <laughs> see what it's not the, um, it wasn't the taste so much. No, it was the it, taste. It, for me, it was the consistency. No, it was horrid. <laughs> but don't you have, like, It was in the... like eating, um, yeah, strawberry-flavored epoxy. <laughs> you, know you know what? Okay, yeah. you know, like, when you have a cold, uh-huh. and you have you sleep at night, you have, like, that nasal drip, and it makes the back of your throat raw? It's like the Jolly Green That's Giant. That's what I have. Jolly Green Giant threw up into my mouth. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I didn't taste the beans. No? No, no. Mm. I was, um... It's, maybe it's because everything turned green, and it's... I, I, well... Mm. You know they use the Egyptian like mummification process in order to preserve these things, right? Oh, is so that why we had to unwrap it? Yeah, you know. I, I feel like putting it in my lawn to see if it keeps the weeds away for the next year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, chef! Well, if you put one on your if you put one on your front lawn, you're not going to get any visitors all year long. And you know what's funny? I, it would look the same next Christmas. Gonna... I, I don't want any yeah. visitors, chef. I, I because I'm ashamed of myself now. <laughs> <sighs> Hey, thanks for nothing, Chef. Hey, um, it's been uh, it's been fun having you on the um, on the phone here, but I need to use the restroom. You mean on the, fr- on the, on the fruitcake podcast? <laughs> I'm not kidding. Uh, the fruitcake podcast with uh, Lightning yeah. and Barfy. <laughs> hey, uh, you're awesome, and um, yeah, thanks for calling. Yeah, th- thanks, hey. Chef. Hey, you guys have a great one. Thanks so much. I want to hear. Uh, I want to hear how it. Uh, ends up. Make sure everybody's alive tomorrow. Uh, hey. I'll text you tomorrow, Chef. Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas, y'all. Have a great one. All right, Thank buddy. you. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. Now, hold on a second. Um, I, just, I need to go see what's in my teeth here. <laughs> hold on. I'll, I'll, just give me a second. I'll be right back. You guys just talk for a second. Yeah. Uh, I... Why why did we do that again? <laughs> so when you well, came, you you the approached... question was did the warranty last longer than the fruitcake? Oh, the warranty's way tastier than the fruitcake. Um, <laughs> warranty's still good for two years. I'm just uh, saying, and we've established the fruitcake is not. Is that um, in your professional opinion? I, okay, it depends. I think it's I think it's edible. I I, I think, although I couldn't chew it. So I felt like it went down in a too big of a piece. Thanks, Wendy, for stopping by. <laughs> uh, episode number 45, the uh, old fruitcake episode. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, I was crying. I, I can taste the the consistency in my mouth. I want to barf, and I there are rumors there's one more of those things still floating around. And I hope that Nissan... Do we need to talk to her and see if she'll she, send it no, to us? No, she's not a Nissan anymore. She's, no, she's at Hyundai no, Genesis. She's at Genesis. I know. I know. But, but I, she knows everyone there. She's super tight. I think, well, I think Dan might know where it is. Um, she knows it, where it is. It was in somebody's desk last time I checked, and they were saving it. And I hope they don't make that a requirement of a renewal, because I don't want to eat a five-year-old fruitcake. <laughs> I didn't even want to eat that one. Do it. I'll totally do it. That's funny. I'll do it. Yeah. Uh, all right. One last thing before we end the show. I do want to talk about that uh, Instagram video that went viral. Of the dude in the ram towing the gooseneck <laughs> with the two I look hate, like I'm sorry rock, to laugh like ultra four looking cars or buggies on the back, mm. and as he's driving up the hill, he gooses it, and the trailer breaks apart from the gooseneck and takes the tailgate out with it, and the trailer rolls backwards downhill and then flops over. And I'm not sure. I looked at it. I didn't see trailer chains on that thing. They maybe they broke, but I all I saw was the coiled electrical plug ripping free with the tailgate. It's painful to watch. Like it actually, as soon as it breaks free and it starts rolling down the hill. But that's not where it's painful. It, what's painful is when it turns on its side. When yeah. the trailer rolls down, it starts going sideways. And then flips. both side by sides go on their sides. It flips. I think they were buggies. Turns, I don't know what they were. And, and I'm sure they weren't cheap. 
Yeah, you just the it's bad enough to lose your tailgate in your trailer, but then to have it roll downhill and flop over on its side. Uh, I don't know the story. I couldn't figure out the original poster. So many people sent it, but everybody who had new music and was reposting it. So I don't know the story behind it. If somebody knows, truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. But that thing was gnarly. We I mean, need to find the owner. We, we need, need to, to find the driver. We need to do a tow episode. Well, we that that too, but I want to talk to the guy and find right, out. Listen, why was he hauling ass up this hill with a gooseneck? Like, twenty twenty three. Did he think that that thing would hold? Like he was hauling and it was bouncing and it was like I don't know. It just looked like a recipe for disaster, and it turned out to be twenty twenty three, the year of the tow episode. That's my whole goal this year, guys. You and if I we accomplish nothing this stop, year is to have a tow episode. Stop, stop, stop. And you and I t-shirts were at, available. You and I were at SEMA. And we walked to several companies that yes. offer towing accessories. Yes. And they're like, yeah, we don't really have anyone for you to talk to. That, that's true that that happened. But we're <laughs> going to find somebody. There has to be somebody in the towing industry that can answer some freaking questions and help people learn how to tow better. We've been on the hunt for these people. The problem is all the companies got consolidated and only a few companies own them. And I think they got rid of all the knowledgeable Dude, people. I went to Kurt. And I, went to, and I went to B&W, and I said the same thing to yeah. both. And I said, who's your spokesperson? Yeah. And they looked at each other and goes, meh, no. <laughs> I go, what? We want to promote your product Multi-million dollar company. Experts in the space. Everyone and, knows B&W. Yeah. Everyone knows Kurt. Everyone yeah. knows, and like, you, how do you not have a PR yeah. person? I, well, it's not even that. How do you not have an engineering expert that can talk on a podcast and be like, Here's the common towing mistakes. Here's things you need to look for. I don't know. We, we, we tried. We're going to keep trying. 23 is the year, people. <laughs> All right. Again, here's what we need from you guys. We need you guys to support the Truck Show Podcast. The Truck Show Podcast will still be a free download. It'll still be weekly going into 2023. Will it we still have, be weak? It'll still be weak <laughs> as well. We will have regular weekly episodes. Nothing. None of that changes. There's some other things that change, but the stuff that you love and hear every week will not change. But we need your support, whether it's to uh, help us out by buying stickers and hats and T-shirts from uh, our new website going up in January, truckshowpodcast.com. Help us out. What are some of the funny things that we said on the show that we totally forgot about? That could be a good T-shirt, whether it's band names or funny phrases like accidentally offensive or half the things that Lightning says. I mean, whatever it is. How dare you? We need that. We need that. And this will help support the show and and keep it free. and, And we have no plans to go to Patreon or charge for it. But- because uh, we're not good businessmen. Well, we're going to have to be <laughs> really, really fast. So anyway, I, I know this is the day after Christmas. I just wanted to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Of course, Happy you Hanukkah. You should have done that, that be, I in la- the I last know, episode. Neither of us yeah. But what I can do is wish you a Happy New Year. And of course, the next episode will be in 2023. And guys, that is the episode where all will be revealed. What do you think's happening? Curious. Truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. Truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. We absolutely love hearing from you. The truck show, the truck show, the truck show. Oh, oh. Here's the other thing that we need from you guys is we're going to put together a, uh, a newsletter list. So we need your emails so that we can communicate with you guys. We want to do a email blast every time episode comes out. Well, and breaking news. And breaking news. And here's the other thing. I want to do a uh, like a survey for our listeners. So you guys can tell us what you like, what you don't like, and we're going to make this. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't want to know what they don't like. This is going to be the best damn it's truck gonna show. It's going to be all lightning. No, this is going to be the best <laughs> damn truck show ever. Is that what it's going to be called? Are I mean, we ripping off ESPN, yeah, the best yeah, damn truck yeah. show ever? Well, we're not changing the title. It's still yeah. going to be the truck show podcast. Do you know what's funny is mm. there is a, I think there's a, a podcast 
couple of young guys out of Florida. Uh-huh. And that was the podcast that I, when we first got together, I said, I want to do a truck podcast. Yeah. But I want it to not be anything like theirs because it sucked. Right. And it was called the Best Damn Truck Podcast. Do you think people now say that about us? I'd like to get in the podcasting space, but I want it to not suck. Probably. I don't want it to be like those guys. I, I would hope that we're not what... I hope we're not the worst on their list. We're not. We're you know not. Listen, guys, we have so much planned for next year. We've got a, a website launching. We've got a e-commerce store launching. We've got new partners that you haven't heard from before. We've got some great interviews lined up that are going to be pretty awesome. We've got more ways to interact. We want to launch our YouTube channel next year. There's so much stuff going on. This is going to be the year of us giving to you guys. You know what? This is the year that the Truck Show podcast becomes unbridled. That sounds lame, doesn't it? Unbridled? That sounds lame. Why yeah. would you say that? I don't know. Let's. Uh, we're not like we're not. Hold on. Bridled now. Lightning, back this truck up. <laughs> you can't use it on yourself. <laughs> no, I can't. No, it doesn't. Doesn't uh, really work. What do you? What do I say then? Uh, Sorry. Do over. <laughs> you, you, you know what you should do. What's Apologize that? for everything we've done in the past four years. We are deeply sorry. We're sorry. We're sorry. We're sorry. One thing I'm personally not sorry about is our wonderful affiliation with Nissan. Absolutely. Uh, Nissan has been with us since the beginning, and they're continuing on with us in 2023, so right into Holman's backyard. I don't know how they would fit back there. <laughs> yeah, they're a little too large. Too no, many employees. I will tell you, they are going to help us uh, They are going to help us move. So we're getting a Titan, and you should get one too. Industry's best warranty, five-year, 100,000 miles. You can pick up the Titan, the Titan XT. Or, of course, if you're looking for a midsize truck, you got to check out the Frontier. Uh, my wife and I were driving the other day, and we saw a, uh, a new Frontier. By any chance, was that Frontier being driven by someone on the test drive who had that truck delivered to their home? Uh, wow, that is a lot of <laughs> contingencies uh, there. Uh, no, it was just being driven by a normal guy, and I looked over and I went, man, that's a good-looking truck. And my wife says, yeah, I actually really like it. And she doesn't like anything, including me. Not after your uh, home renovation project out around uh, You mean where I, took, where I took a sixth of her uh, backyard? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm going to be paying for that. Uh, I don't think she's going to be very happy with you. Anyway, I, I have a I, feeling I'm going to be sleeping in the backyard. What I, what I was getting at was uh, you can go to NissanUSA.com and click on the Nissan at Home button and have a Nissan Frontier delivered to your house for a test drive on the day and time of your choice. I, it does not get any better than that. NissanUSA.com, or if you actually want to go down to a Nissan dealer and peruse everything they've got on the lot, go to your local Nissan dealer. And tell them you heard about them on the Truck Show podcast. Of course, this is the time of the podcast where we uh, talk about our friends over at BanksPower.com. If you're looking for some power adders for uh, your truck, you want to head over to BanksPower.com, put in your year make model, and it'll show you all the things that are available. And you might be surprised, just like our friend Daryl, uh, early 2000 Super Duty V10, you can get over 50 horsepower and over 60 pound-feet of torque and exhaust. That sounds amazing. Banks has everything you need to make your old truck relevant again. I have a question for you. Okay. What do you think the most popular metal fabricated product is at Banks? I bet this is going to surprise you. The most popular metal fabricated thing, part, mm-hmm. at Banks. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say it's probably an air intake heat shield. Nope. Okay. Headers for a four-liter Jeep. Really? Yes. There's, you're still selling tons of those things, we huh? We can't make them fast enough. Wow. It's insane. Wow. They've been around for, what, 
20 freaking years. And uh, dude, they're getting hot again. Uh, I don't know. I guess because the the stalkers rot. Yeah, they rot out and then people are saying, well, and if I'm going to have to pay for it, I'll look for something that adds a little anemic, performance. And we just continue. And by the way, these are not cheap Chinese headers. These no. are built in Azusa, California. And I give tours all the time. I, I, I've never actually offered that on the show before. I do give tours of banks. So if you're rolling through Southern California, taking, I don't know, maybe the family to Disneyland or something, bust out for a couple hours, come up to Azusa, and I'll give you a tour of our 11-acre campus. It's, it's a pretty cool operation where we do a lot of the work right there. American-made. American-made. America. Right there. And you oh. can see it. It's like no, Santa dropped uh, uh, No, no. no. Uh, Listen, this is the point of the show where <laughs> I remind you guys that you can hit us up on DM. Uh-huh. At Truck Show Podcast, at LBC Lightning, or at Sean P. Holman. Send us a DM, say hi, see what we're up to. And uh, we got lots more news coming. And of course, we'd love to hear from you. 657 205 6105. Leave us a voicemail on the five star hotline. And uh, you can always leave an email, truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. And Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year! Thanks for watching. And remember, everything matters. The Truck Show Podcast is a production of Motor Trend Group. This podcast was created and produced by Sean Holman and Jay Tillis with production elements by DJ Omar Khan. If you like what you've heard, please head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating. And if you're a fan of the Truck Show Podcast, we encourage you to visit and patronize our sponsors. 